Welcome to the Hayes Worldwide Leadership Insights Podcast. In this series, I'll be talking to business leaders from across the world of work who will be sharing their expertise to help you effectively lead your business, both now and in the future. Marketing is one of the fastest changing industries out there, with shifts in consumer behavior and new technologies evolving how organizations both market and sell their products or services. It's therefore becoming increasingly important for marketing leaders to anticipate and adapt to these changes to ensure their organizations thrive both now and in the future. Today, we're joined by Kesha Khan, Marketing Director at Hayes Americas. Kesha is here to talk to us about the latest trends and how marketing leaders can build and develop their teams against a backdrop of constant change. Hi, Kesha, and welcome to Hayes Leadership Insights Podcast. Hi, Megan. Thanks so much for having me today. Not at all. So um, before we get started, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a little bit about your career in marketing? My name is Kesha Khan, and... I reside in the beautiful city of Toronto in Canada. I have close to 15 years experience in strategic brand marketing and digital marketing. I've worked in fashion, beauty, lifestyle, fintech, and within CPG, so consumer packaged goods, retail, and B2B. So really a breadth of roles and experiences have shaped my career to date. Now, Did I know I would get into this back then? No. So uh, actually, when I was in business school, I attended the Schulich School of Business in Toronto, and I studied both marketing and finance. And I actually was intent on getting into finance at the end of school. But I had a super inspiring professor who um, opened my eyes to the world of marketing. And then my first role out of school was was a marketing role. And uh, you know what? I never looked back ever since then. And so that's how I'm here today. And what is it you like most about working in marketing? Uh, the first would be change and disruption. Marketing is constantly evolving and changing. And uh, there's just so much excitement around it. And you just have to keep up. And so I think that's the one piece that really drives me within marketing. And then the second piece is more around research and insights. I love the research and insights piece that informs your strategy and really getting to know your customer. And that is something that really excites me about marketing because there's so much you learn about humans and human behavior and being able to take that and implemented into a strategy and a campaign that really resonates with your consumer is super rewarding for me. Thanks. That's really insightful. Now, what key changes within marketing have you witnessed throughout your career? And what do you think is really driving these changes? So I think the biggest change that's impacted, you know, several functions as well in marketing has to be data. And it's the access to data, and then just what to do with the data, right? There's so many different tools and technology that have really impacted marketing. And now we have an influx of data and it's really getting down to, you know, what nuggets of information are impactful and will help us make change and help us 
uh, achieve the results we need. So to me, this is the biggest change that I've seen that's impacted marketing. And what it's also done is forced marketing and sales and technology to have to partner and collaborate even closer than ever before. So that's one big, big change that I've seen there. I think the other piece is is an obvious one around digital marketing and the impact and reach of digital media and the fact that we talk about this all the time, the various algorithms and strategies that we have to be able to reach people at scale. And then this kind of connects into social media and the impact and change that that's had on marketing, right? And the fact that social media allows consumers to have access to information immediately. And then the second piece is about the fact that marketers can no longer fully control the narrative of their story, right? Because of social media and the ability for consumers to give their feedback right away and help shape your story. And then the last piece I think that's connected and that's been a major change as well is just the impact of influencers. And, um, you know, I, I don't just mean if it's, you know, influencers in music or sports, things like that. It's across the board and transcends industries. And I think the, the reason why this has really impacted marketing, because it's almost become a channel of its own where we need to understand the reach the ROI on hiring influencers and their impact on your brand. And so to me, these are some of the key changes and really they've all been fueled by technology changes. So I'm interested in that first point you mentioned around data. Marketers, of course, now have more data available to them than ever before, uh, meaning they're able to really clearly demonstrate the ROI of their activity and their campaigns. Do you think this is changing the perception of marketing within organizations? Absolutely. It's definitely changing the role of marketing and the amount of information and insights they're able to share within an organization to help make decisions. So that definitely has impacted the role and perception of marketing within within companies. I think the other piece is with data is understanding that, yes, now that marketing's role is changing, the, the other piece uh, that's changed for marketers is also being able to hone in on the right data, which I think is something I was mentioning before, is now how are we able to hone in on those great nuggets of information within the data and then communicate this widely to the organization as well. So that's that's what I see a bit, you know, in terms of, yes, did the perception of marketing change, but then it's also brought on some new responsibilities for marketing that we may not have had in the past. So as a senior marketing leader, it's obviously very important to keep abreast of all of the changes going on and to adapt your strategy accordingly. How do you do this personally? And can you share any of your, your advice with our listeners? You know, the first thing I would say is make sure you're reading daily. Read the news daily, even if you're just scanning the headlines, just to make sure you're in the note, because it's not just about knowing what's going on in marketing. It's about what's going on in the world and seeing what things are happening. And then, you know, what role can you play in, in impacting people's lives? And so to me, it's about reading the news daily, knowing what's going on. Some of my favorite publications to read. I love Fast Company. I love reading Business of Fashion. There's such 
great insights on strategy and technology um, in the industry that are applicable, TechCrunch, Wired, HubSpot. So I think a lot of those uh, different publications, it's, it's what I read and try to keep up on what's going on. And then I think the other piece as well for me is just courses and upskilling for myself even, right? So getting out there and taking courses and networking with people outside of what you do. So a big piece, again, other advice that I give my teams is about networking with people in sales, right? And understanding what they're going through, the obstacles, pain points. So those are things that really help propel a marketer's uh, career, and we, we were talking earlier about data and the impact of technology. So building relationships from a networking perspective to learn with like developers, right? Developers are here creating a lot of the technology that we're using. So building relationships with them and learning what they're working on and their thought process are some of the things that I do personally. And I think uh, it would be my advice to listeners as well. So how do you think the makeup of a traditional marketing team is changing? Are there any new roles or different areas of expertise that have been created recently? The next change I've seen in terms of uh, the transition of the traditional marketing team is around technical skills. So again, the need for more advanced Excel skills, stat skills, just overall analytical skills, and then bringing those to life visually The other piece, again, within UX and web design, even more important in terms of having a strong understanding of that, but also the tools required to be able to do that. Again, the same thing with content and things like eCRM, so skills that come up like SQL are becoming even more important for marketers to at least have a general knowledge of in their career. So these are things that I see have been changing and evolving in terms of the traditional marketing team really becoming, you know, more digitally savvy and more connected to tech and sales in a stronger way than ever before. So you've mentioned the importance of being more digitally savvy. And of course, new technology, artificial intelligence and and machine learning present amazing opportunities for marketers to focus on value-add tasks, whilst technology and tools can assist with more manual, administrative, day-to-day activities. How would you recommend other marketing leaders guide their teams through this transition and help them adapt? So again, I think this really depends. So it depends on what technology is available, what you're able to invest in and afford that makes the most sense. But I think Once you're there and you've made a decision and this technology is being implemented, for me, in terms of guidance and guiding your teams through, it's all about clear communication, but making sure that you've prepped this communication and change plan before the technology is launched. So making sure that you have have a good understanding of the impact of the technology and why it's important for your team and how it will make them more efficient. And have you created communication that really resonates with them so they understand what's in it for them, right? So I think that piece of it is super important to make sure that you've clearly thought through and planned out the messaging, made sure that you have several points of repetition because just saying it once and talking about the change once isn't enough. 
So repetition is key and open lines of communication are key. And then leveraging external examples of how this tech or implementation has happened in other companies and how it's made the teams more productive. Um, And that could really help to reinforce the change and credibility and acceptance of this on the team. Again, this is something that I'm, uh, I know you've mentioned in earlier questions, but I'd like to dig a little bit deeper. When building teams, are there any technical or soft skills that marketing leaders really should be looking out for when they're hiring? If we're going to look at the technical skills perspective, I think, um, I mean, personally for me, SQL, web design, graphic design, at least at a basic level, except if obviously it's going to be a specialist role in that, is very key, right? So these things are super important and even more important now in terms of digital marketing and just the direction that we're going. Writing skills and seeing examples of this. I feel like it's when you're looking, it's throughout the hiring process and always ask for writing samples and even going so far from a presentation standpoint to seeing them in action before you hire, right? It's always good to get those examples for writing and presentation skills so that you feel confident in terms of what this person could potentially bring to the table. So to me, those are very important things to make sure you uncover throughout the hiring process. And then from a soft skill piece, quick thinking and the ability to adapt and looking for real examples of how they've showcased this. Insights driven, are they really starting from the consumer um, in, in everything that they've done, right? Is their thought process to start from the insights and then building out a strategy. And so you want to really uncover examples from a potential team member through the hiring process to really uncover this piece Results driven, right? I think that's a a given and a no-brainer, but really focusing on driving results. And then collaboration, again, whether it's remote teams or uh, just within the team itself, it's uh, collaboration is is key and we, we know this. So looking for true examples, again, that they've showcased being collaborative on teams and listening to other perspectives and then how they've used varying perspectives to implement strategy and change in their careers. Is it also important to consider and assess potential rather than or in addition to uh, a list of skills, experiences and qualifications on a CV? Absolutely. It's crucial to also assess potential. When you're going through the interview process, you also want to make sure that Can this person also operate in the next role that could be in their future? Are you going to be able to give them stretch projects and you know that they have what it takes to get there and you know that they're ready and willing to take on coaching um, and have that open mindset and attitude? So absolutely potential is just as important because those are people who are open and willing to learn and you know that you would be able to drive and get them there. And that's across the board, right? I'm constantly evolving. My team is constantly evolving. And so that's based on potential. I assume it will become more important for marketing leaders to support their teams in taking ownership of their own upskilling and development. 
After all, this will help them better adapt to and thrive in this constantly changing environment that we've been talking about. How can marketing leaders support their teams in doing this? Yeah, I agree. It's it's very important for marketing leaders to support their teams in terms of upskilling development across the board. So one thing that leaders can do is setting up their own coaching sessions, right? So taking time, maybe it's over lunch, maybe it's a breakfast meeting and coaching the team on presentations, presentation skills and doing some active workshops there. Maybe it's on how to build a strategic brief and you take time with the team and really go through and explain all the sections and have them engaged in examples from a workshop perspective. It could be digital 101. So it's taking different topics and actually setting up, creating the opportunity to coach them on things that you may not have otherwise taken time out of the day to do in the day-to-day tasks. So I feel like one, one option is around setting up your own coaching sessions. Another thing that I love as well is for marketing leaders to leverage their peer groups, their previous colleagues, friends, etc., who are in the industry who have something to say, and inviting those people in to do talks with the team on various subjects as well to help engage them and give a different perspective. So from a guest speaker perspective. So I love that. And I love engaging my network into uh, coaching, coaching my team as well. So I think that could be a great suggestion. Lastly, the, the, the other thing that I think is so important, and to me, this is top of the list for me, is career one-on-one coaching. Do you have consistent touch points set up with your team to just talk about career, just talk about strengths and then where they want to go in the future and just having those type of conversations and you're not doing the talking you're letting your team do the talking right so you could really listen to what they like listen to what they're struggling with maybe give some examples of things where they could take their career in the future and start to help them build out a strong career development plan so to me that's very important and that has to be consistent and planned and put into into the calendars to make sure that that's not forgotten so that they know it's important to you and that you're there to help coach them. And what can come out of this is for your team to go outside of the workplace and start upskilling on different things on their own because they've had a good conversation with you internally. And do you think showing a genuine interest in uh, and support of your team's personal development and upskilling can help marketing leaders retain top talent? I mean, absolutely. There's no question that showing that genuine interest would, you know, help to build that relationship, build that confidence with your team around their careers. And also it will help you see where you might need to build out your team and what gaps you might have on your team as well. So I think it kind of works both ways, but the biggest thing for me here is, you know, when you're showing genuine interest, it's you really have to listen to your team and understand what drives them because every person on your team has different motivators and drivers. And you want to make sure that you really know what those are. So you're able to set them up for success. 
Obviously, skills gaps and competition for talent are on the rise. Is there anything else marketing leaders can do to keep hold of their top talent? Yeah, I think there's no right answer here, right? I think it's some of the examples I'd given before in terms of really getting to know your people, having consistent, booked, scheduled career chats with them that let them talk, right? Let them talk about their strengths, uh, areas of development, where they may see themselves in the future, and putting plans towards upskilling and building out that true career development plan. And from those type of meetings, again, you might see various projects or things that might come up where you can assign stretch projects to them to help in their career growth. And having these meetings with intent, so you and your team members are on the same page in terms of career development and that you're there for them and genuinely there to help them succeed and get to the next level. What do you think the role of a senior marketer will look like in 10 years time? This is hard to say, right? I mean, it's very hard to say. My gut feeling is I don't think it's going to be much different. I think that we've been evolving so much. And to me, you know, in 10 years time, I think you'll see even less of a line between marketing and technology teams, right? We're already seeing a stronger collaboration and connection between marketing and technology. The core foundation of marketing teams are evolving and changing to have more of a digital foundation, insights that are based on technology and gathering that data. And so to me, I feel like in 10 years time, it's going to be less of a divide between marketing and technology. And I think the second piece is probably in 10 years time, who knows what disruption in marketing is going to look like, right? It's so busy. There are so many messages coming coming at us at all times. So I think that's going to be a big piece as well to see what disruption will really look like in 10 years time, just looking at how fast paced technology is and just access and personalization is just improving every day. So that's where I think it will go, but I don't see it being much different from what we're doing now, except that it's just going to evolve quicker and just solidify partnerships with tech in a bigger way. Now, finally, we have one last question, which is something we ask all of our podcast guests. What do you think are the top three qualities that make a good leader? So trust is a big one. It is so important for me as a leader to make sure that my team, my people come first, that I've taken the time to get to know them and built trust. I need them to know that I have their backs throughout their learning and development, throughout their their mistakes, their triumphs, all of that. So to me, trust with your people is so, so important on the team. The second thing is being an excellent storyteller. This to me is so important and transcends so many parts of, of what we do. So your ability to influence, um, your ability to motivate, your ability to gain alignment on projects and new initiatives and campaigns. 
across the board. And so to me, I always look at this as the art of storytelling. And are you able to convey your idea in an interesting way that resonates with people throughout various functions? And to me, that is something that is key to a good leader in order to also be able to influence and motivate a team. And lastly, for me, it's results. And those of you who know me, I'm very, very obsessed with results and you need to be accountable to the results as a leader and be guiding your team into that direction and never straying away from that and always having a focus on that. And my team will probably say I harp on it you know, a lot, but it's always starting off with what are we trying to achieve from a numbers perspective and then kind of working back and holding yourself accountable to what you set out. And so to me, these are the top three uh, qualities of, of a great leader. Thank you. That's really insightful. And um, we really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Hayes Worldwide Leadership Insights Podcast. If you found this advice useful, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. At the same time, if you have any questions or suggestions, feel free to reach out to us via email at socialmedia at hayes.com.au.